Hello, Justin. Matthew, how are you on this fine, fine night of audio troubles? <laughs> I'm doing okay. A little bit of a headache, but other than that, feeling feeling pretty good. See, I'm, I'm glad you're powering through it tonight I'm, for this. Yeah. I am. I try to think of myself as a trooper, so I'm I'm trooping through it. Guy, I took some I took some I B ibuprofen. Um, to try to uh, alleviate the headache it's not kicked in yet it's the ibuprofen <laughs> ibu it's just i it's like ibu i i've seen ibuprofen but the stuff i took was the store generic ibuprofen okay, I, was, I was gonna wonder is that the way around it to get like the generic the generic tag on yeah i don't know i don't know if maybe when they you know the name brands got a hold of it they're like people sound sound pretty dumb saying ibuprofen so we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna the marketing guy was like no we can't say ibu we gotta say ib it sounds better sounds sounds more uh, professional you know what needs to go that you it just doesn't it's a we product it's not a you product <laughs> it's a we product yeah you can take some ibuprofen and some ansads and some, and it's it's and, a uh ansads it's what clowns use <laughs> ansads was, you're not you're not even a a dad and you're making dad jokes yeah i know i'm really good at those yeah. and sad profins what what is your uh what is your medicine of choice uh aleve aleve or pepto-bismol <laughs> for, I, for headaches yeah i just you know what if i'm not feeling i just if i'm not feeling good chug some pepto i don't even measure it anymore it's the greatest it's the greatest uh drug in the world because you don't need to measure it and you if you if you od you're just not gonna you're not gonna poop for three days well have you uh I've, I don't, I don't know how how deep I want to go into this, but um, I, the Pepto can cause can cause the black poops. Mm. Oh yeah, that's like the uh, it's like the it's like the golden pot at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's, you know, you're done with it. Is is that is that like on the warning label? Like may cause black poops. I guess to um, if you drink it, if you have some and you don't drink any water, it turns your tongue black as well. Or it turns your tongue a weird color. That, that's concerning. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't take it often, so I, I think I'm just gonna stop <laughs> because I don't anything that'll turn my tongue black. Like, is it like a black coating, or does it just actually turn it black? I think it's just it's like a black coating. Okay, I guess that's not as bad. It's, it's still kind of like, weird, though. It's like eating too many blue raspberry pops. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how do you feel about aspirin? Uh, do you take it? I don't take, I don't think I take aspirin that much. Is that, is it, I see, I don't know. I don't, I really don't. Like, for one, for some reason, I just don't take Tylenol because I know it's been, it was like killing kids and killing people. I mean, it was ki- yeah, it was killing everybody. Yeah, like, it's like if you take one too many pills, it's still, you can still buy it in the yeah. stores and it's still on the market, which is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a little scary that it was like always marketed as the safe <laughs> painkiller, but it's like it's like one dosage away from from death. So I've <laughs> listen. I took a handful handful of Tylenol and it almost took me down. So uh, <laughs> you know, can we, can we fix this, guys? Destroyed yeah. my liver. Yeah, like and the, the aspirin, I don't. I you don't hear about aspirin killing people often. I don't except 
you know, maybe you do. It's I don't a silent know. killer. I, that's why. I, it's the, I, I know you take it when you're older to like prevent heart attacks. I thought, I thought that was, oh, bear is aspirin. Okay. What's yeah. up, Justin? How you well, doing? When you're, okay. So I guess if, if kids too young take aspirin, they can develop what, like rye syndrome. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure what that is, but okay. it's, it's apparently a problem. <laughs> and but when you get when you hit a certain age you are supposed to take baby aspirin for your heart like yeah. why are they why are they making baby aspirin if you're not supposed to take it as a kid well i think it, they deter you from it because it's a gateway drug for a lot of kids <laughs> um it goes baby aspirin pot Tylen- tylenol tylenol and then you're into like heroin no it's 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 the natural progression so i have i have kind of like an elevator pitch on what the concept of this the 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 show is okay maybe so um, the 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 name of the show is coffee and donuts okay uh inspired by inspired by uh the phenomenon phenomenon phenomena phenomena um of older men gathering in uh, local coffee slash donut shops and talking. Now I've, I've never been invited to one of these gatherings, but I see them and I'm often, I'm often curious about what, what actually goes on in those. Like, is that, is it, is it the mysterious Knights of Columbus? Do they meet there instead of at their, their halls? But, um, Mm. you know, I think it's kind of, I think generally it's probably just like old men, uh, you know, talking about life, getting, having their friendships in, in groups. And so I kind of figured that, um, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of older. We're, we're, we're becoming old men, which <laughs> I guess all, any male is on the path of becoming an old man, <laughs> but let's get started now. You know, we're, this, this are you third? Are you 30 yet? I'm 30. You're thirty. I am thirty-one. So, let's let's get rolling on this this old men, this this old men chatting phenomenon phenomena. We're gonna, so we can say we started it earlier. We can, like, yeah, yeah, we well, were ch- you know, we were chatting up when we were thirty. So I'm gonna fill you in on something that I have learned recently. All right, hold on, hold on. I I hope is it one of the new is it? Well, it's, I'll just I'm just gonna tell you. Well, like, what, no, because I have, I have I have this thing right now where I'm looking at the list. Is it on the list? It's on the list. Okay, so this is gonna preface these two things I saw on the list. That I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come out and say that this is the redneck Matt Karens. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, there's there's some redneck th- these these two subjects right now: eating apple cores and swimming with carp. I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, this is uh. <laughs> Well, well, okay. the third one yeah. I'm watching Dukes of Hazard is coming up next. <laughs> I never, I never watched that. But no, I, I recently learned that you can eat apple cores. That's disgusting. I think it, doesn't it kill dogs? No, the, the whole, the whole issue is, um, there is, there are trace, is are there is trace amounts of cyanide in the seeds. But in order for it to actually have any effect on you, you would have to eat like 
um, pounds of finely ground apple seeds. Apparently, there was a video of a man eating an apple starting instead of, you know, how everyone just eats around the around the apple core. This 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 fellow um, would just start eating it from the bottom. That's disgusting. Well, I tried it because the apple core, <laughs> it, it, it works. It, well, the pro- I think the problem usually when you eat around the outside and you kind of expose what is the apple core, the inside is definitely a lot harder to bite. So like naturally you just kind of want to stay away from it. But if you get it mixed up in with the rest of the apple, it tastes totally fine and it saves you so much time. The other way I recommend doing it, I is, just I just buy, I have an apple cutter that I use like well, a, you know, like a human and cut <laughs> well, the if, apple into into five. Evenly. Well, yeah, well, okay. So if all you have is a regular knife and you like to cut it up into like little chunks, instead of like cutting it into the little triangles and then like trying to peel out the core in the middle, which is pretty much impossible without losing the not core app of the apple, you could just cut it into slices and then just eat it. And no, no, you save weird. yourself a lot of time. It is, it is a wonderful thing that I think everyone should start oh, doing. That just sounds disgusting. You got to try it. I saw- if if you really want to freak people out, start eating the apple from the bottom. But what do you do with that little? What do you do with the little brown butthole in the apple? You eat it. It's fine. That's disgusting. That just is dis- <laughs> I, You're just the stem. You throw out. Ugh. At least I throw out the stem. But you eat. You eat the little. Ugh. Don't no. think of it as a butthole. Think of it as <laughs> as a navel or well, I guess I guess belly buttons are kind of gross too. Yeah. Yeah. Think of it as It's an or it's the you know it's an apple orifice, so therefore I'm not <laughs> eating it. Uh you're you're missing out. Is all I I'm don't think say. I am. <laughs> I think me coring my apple and cutting it into the, the triangles is a uh, ex- just you're really adding. You're adding an unnecessary step. No, I'm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna join this this man in his quest to cure people of wasting needless cores. How old is this guy? Where is his degree from? I don't. I've. I didn't, I've not seen it. It was. I heard it. Um. He's died. I yesterday I heard it, I, I, poisoning. <laughs> I heard it from a third party, and uh, I just tried it without actually thinking about it. So, uh, you can eat. You can eat banana peels then. Is that where we're going with this then? Is this where you're going to take I, your life? I don't know. You're going to start eating banana peels? And, uh, I, knew, I, I worked with this kid who would bite into an orange and peel it that way. That's, I've started doing that recently. That's disgusting. Do you <laughs> like... Well, I guess, yeah, you probably should wash it first. Do you wash the... Like, do you... Yeah. I just... I used to, like, never be weird about fruit or like vegetables at stores for some reason like i'd wash it a little bit and then like eat it but the one day like more recently than not i don't know if this is a trend uh or if it was on pinterest or something where you could let your kids just hand molest the fruit in the stores like it's a baseball it's like kids running around just kids are grabbing the fruit smelling it licking it their parents are laughing like they don't have a care in the world and i'm sitting there like i want to just no. Just quit doing this with your with your like. Why are you letting your kids just touch the apples and the oranges and all this fruit? Like they're touching it like it's a toy. Okay, I have I have two questions here. Okay, one, you're you're you do Pinterest? No, I don't. 
That's okay. just my go-to. That's my when I'm when I when I want to make fun of like uh like people our age with kids, I just say they saw it on Pinterest. Okay. And Okay, well I guess question one, Rowan question two, but I was gonna say so there are there are Pinterest of children touching fruits in stores? Probably. Like, people take <laughs> stupid pictures of their kids all the time. Okay. There's there's gotta be a Pinterest with kids touching fruit. <laughs> if if not, someone had to start it ought to kids, start it right now. Kids playing with public fruit. <laughs> in sp- I think I think that one might uh you might have the date you might have 60 minutes or dateline knocking on your door if, if, if you start that pinterest group <laughs> but no it's it's the thing where it's the, 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 but first they have to make sure their kid hacks like the the you, you have a child the the kid hack is like i hear that let me preface that i have a a nephew who about two years ago had the kid hack and gave me the worst illness i've ever had in my entire life for three straight days, I was paralyzed from this little mucus pile I was coughing. And uh, that, that's not really mean, I know, but it was the worst sickness I've ever had in my entire life. And every time now I hear a child go, <laughs> I'm just like sitting there like, <gasps> like it's inside, like turning, my hands go inside my shirt, and I run to like the nearest Purell bottle and just like start Purelling my face. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... Because those think th- kids in general are just incubators for for death. They yeah. want to kill. Like it's it it goes back to the most like uh, the most primal thing of you're old. I'm young. You need to die so you can make room for me. <laughs> That's what it comes back to. They're like, I got a runny nose. This is gonna put you off for like six days, buddy. <laughs> yeah, their their immune systems are young and and springy, and they well well the. Uh, the germs are in them growing stronger trying to fight it off they uh they then hop into you and your immune system is sitting back on lazy chairs watching watching clouds roll by late what's a lazy chair lazy <laughs> beach chairs your porch on a lazy chair <laughs> okay back on subject with with, with petri just petri dish kids yeah. Ugh, that kid had, you just ugh. Uh, you know I don't know maybe it's maybe I'm I'm uh, I'm backseat parenting a little bit <laughs> you know every everyone everybody loves loves backseat parenting or backseat anything see I, you know I I always try to give benefit of the doubt you know it's like in restaurants I never get you know, I never get mad when a kid's screaming because it's like you know what I'm sure these people are, don't want to hear it either. But there's certain things that like parents let their kids do that just I just yeah, I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> I'm sure I'm guilty of just about all of those. I I had a I took I took my base in to get set up uh Monday and then decided to uh you know take take my four year old around and let him let him look at you know instruments he likes he likes to hang out in the drum aisle so we, we went back there the, that's the best place the to drop him off at <laughs> so first here you go first, neil pert <laughs> first he's you know turning up the volume on all the electric drum kits and hitting hitting all the pads climbing under them playing the pedals and then uh i go i go to uh check out some drumsticks behind the counter um and as i'm paying for them he wanders over to this electric uh, 
it was like a drum pad and starts starts touching the starts touching the the pads on there. I'm like, okay, that's fine. He's not going to hurt anything. So I turn around, you know, hand the guy some money at the cash register, and all of a sudden there is just a giant crash. And uh, he managed to knock down the, uh, the sample pad and a uh, hi hat symbol that was standing <laughs> next to it. <laughs> and, and at that point, I don't I don't know what the proper reaction is, but uh, you know, I I make sure that he's okay, and then I just set up pick up the things that he dropped and shamefully walk out of the store were you at the uh were you at the guitar center i was at the guitar center Dude. it's the only it's the only place we have anymore yeah you know it's go in there and just ugh. <laughs> any any havoc you can cause those people in general just go to town on them just pick guitars off just, the wall and drop them onto the floor <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> have him next time have him go to the les paul wall and just start swinging his hands yeah you wanna you wanna go try out some acoustics? How do you play an acoustic? You just run at them. <laughs> you pull them off the wall as hard as you can, and then um, stand on them. <laughs> they're like tramp. They're musical trampolines. <laughs> I don't know that twelve string one. Make sure you get that one extra good. <laughs> what what happens if you break an item in a retail store? Uh, I think I th- I'm sorry. I dropped my guitar pick. That's in my hand right now. Uh, I think you technically you're supposed to pay for it but i think they should have insurance on that stuff i would guess yeah my my general reaction would be to slink slink away as if no as if it never happened and wait for uh you know and then just leave you should leave. you know you know what here i'm i think i'm going to solve your issues with this you so when that happened you should just turned and looked at the guy and go i really hope you have insurance if he's hurt <laughs> it's your and then, because once you threaten legal action, you're you could just walk out, just grab grab the kid, put your head down, and go. You're not okay. We need to go to the emergency room and walk out really quick. <laughs> so therefore, it's, they're like yeah. they don't know what to do. Yeah, my kid got his foot stuck in your acoustic guitar. What what, what are you gonna do about that? Why are these guitars so low on the ground? Answer me that. <laughs> if he's not supposed to touch them, they should be out of his reach. That's where I keep the knives. I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm finally uh, getting close to buying a new guitar soon. Electric, acoustic. I think electric. Can you can you top your your current one? Well, see, this is the dilemma I was having. Um, I've been trying to like get back into it, and for some reason, the guitar. I love my guitar now, but I feel like. This is really. This round sounds really stupid and weird, but I have a weird thing with it now, where it's like you know, part of our our past life, kind of, you know, and it has a stigma for me on that. And I, you know, I feel like I need to to write to do new stuff. I feel like I need to replace with something, keep it, but you need to purge. I need to purge it. I need to, you know. So I have it. I have it narrowed down to what I want, but you know. I see. Oh, with the Yingvei Malstein Stratocaster with the with the uh, scalloped fretboard. You, you don't look him in the eye. You don't look him in. The eye. <laughs> he played. He, he played at uh, the the venue that I was working at, and uh, we we were all we were all warned that if we pass him in the backstage area, that we were not to make eye contact with him. 
<laughs> wasn't one too if you touch his microphone you have to you buy the microphone wasn't that one of his things too that it might have been i just i remember mostly the eye contact thing because i was very nervous about running into him in the hallway i didn't know if like the you know what are you supposed to do like what? face face the wall and then wait for him to pass what are you what's what was the repercussion if you looked him in the eye I, I don't know. I guess there was a uh, a fear that he may not go on. <laughs> and it, that was after he lined, you know, like a 20-foot-long stage four high with Marshall with Marshall stacks. See, did he have the did he have the glamour stacks like where it was like one amp but it was just like shells? Probably. I don't I I wasn't involved on that load in, but it was <laughs> There were a lot of amps on stage. Or not, not amps. There were a lot of speaker cabinets on stage. Oh, okay. Good old Yingvei. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'm, I'm I'm looking at a strat or not a strat. I was looking at a strat, but I think I decided against it. I'm I'm a telly man, so I think I'm gonna get a seventy-two. I want a seventy-two reissue. Yeah. Had... Did you watch Super Bowl? Any of it? Uh, no, no, I did not. Zero of it. How about you? I did. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say it surprisingly. I like the I like the Bruno Mars. I thought mm. he was very James Brownish, and it was entertaining. The Red Hot Chili Peppers were terrible, <laughs> but like, you know, what? I'll give uh, I'll give Anthony Kiedis and Flea credit. They look good for their age. They're like what 51. Yeah, I was gonna say they got to be in their 50s. They're in their 50s, and they're still not wearing shirts. See, I have um. I, I have I now see the Red Hot Chili Peppers in a whole new light. Um, I, I feel I feel stupid talking about Twitter, but um, there was a tweet, and I believe it was something along the lines of, "Imagine a world where you were legally obligated to give what Anthony Kiedis had to your papa." To your papa? To your papa? You know, like the. The lyric, the what I got you got to give it to your papa. Oh, okay, okay. I was really so lost every the, second. The tweet was, imagine a world where you were legally obligated to give what Anthony Kiedis had to your papa. And ever since I heard that, every time I hear the Chili Peppers, it is hilarious. Because that would be uncomfortable. I don't know what he's got, but anything that he does have, I would not want to give it to either of my parents. You know? It's just not right. What's all right? How much do you think he's? How much do you think Anthony Kiedis's net worth is? Uh, I don't know. Hundred twenty million. He's that's a good worth net worth. That's a. That's pretty crazy. That's a lot of money. Well, he's appeared shirtless many times. Uh, yeah. He invented. He invests in Starbucks. <laughs> His nicknames are the Swan, Tough Daddy, Mike Chester, Tony Flo. Interesting. Tony Flo. Tony Flo. Hmm. He's five eight. Okay. <laughs> There's your Anthony Kiedis uh, <laughs> rundown. Was well, that from Wikipedia? Celebritynetworth.com. <laughs> That's a that's that's a site that I I trust that hundred percent. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, one thing well. So if they <laughs> they know net worth. Yeah. 
I don't understand why height is on that page, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone that compares. They have a chart that compares your height to value. That would that would not be a very useful chart. Well, I plan on like when I get older, I plan on wearing the same thing every day. Like I'm, I want Dickies and just like white Hanes T-shirts with stains. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> are you gonna buy them pre-stained or? I mean, no, from working in my wood shop. But I'm, right. I just, I'm just gonna cut pieces of wood because I'm not handy. Or, <laughs> or, or, or I'll just have like an old car that I'll just like have a socket wrench in and then just like turn the socket wrench every day and just, just sit on the <laughs> sit on the back of the truck and just drink a cup of coffee I, i'm just picturing you driving up to a lumber yard getting getting a truckload of uh of two by fours and four by fours lugging them back to your garage and then just setting them on the table saw and just randomly cutting lengths that's about <laughs> it that's about it that's what I'm gonna do. Actually, I'm gonna measure. I measure them out too. I'm gonna mark them with a pencil. I'm gonna get a tape measure. Measure them out. Yep, this looks good. No, no real measurements of cuts. Just go. I just go. Yep, this looks good. Mark with my pencil. Put the pencil behind my ear. And just start cutting away. Ins- inspect the quality of each cut yeah. as it comes as it comes off, and then. What are you gonna? Are you going to stack these various lengths or uh, burn oh, them? Oh yeah, I don't know. I'll have them stacked, and I'll make my grandkids restack them into size shapes, <laughs> from smallest to largest, and invite them to come play. So when they knock it over, you can act very upset. Yeah, be like, oh, I had that perfectly how I wanted it. You screwed it up, you little. <laughs> shit. Teach them a lesson, a lesson in uh, respect. But yeah, I'm gonna just drink. I think I'm gonna when I get. You know, hopefully I make it to where I can retire and be old. But I'm going to just saw wood, sit in a truck, sit and I'm going to have an old, I want to like a, I don't know what an old old truck would be when I'm that age, but I want an old truck <laughs> that that's that I could just turn, like, you know, have the wrench, like I said, have the wrench in there, turn it so my hands get a little greasy so I can wipe them on my shirt and, you know, and then uh, just drink a lot of coffee and hopefully I can still play video games at that point because I think it'd be like when you're old, you play video games all you want and i think that's gonna be awesome to see in our generation is people just going to town on video games when they're retired that is it is weird like i have you ever watch house of cards uh a little bit i didn't make it through the whole thing well the um oh what is that guy's name the main the main uh, kevin spacey yeah kevin spacey whenever he gets home and then just plays i'm assuming it's call of duty that's it's it's very strange. So you're not a video you're a video game guy kind of though, aren't you? Um, I just play with my kid. I I used to be into video games and now I have a very hard time getting into them. Part of it I I very much blame my color blindness because <laughs> well, see color. the kind the kind of games that I really like are the ones where your basic job is to sneak around and not be seen. Um, like like Metal Gear Solid, I always really liked. Or, um, that was another one. I don't know. We'll go with Metal Gear Solid. But most of the time, like, if they're, like, in a jungle, I have a really hard time distinguish- distinguishing between greens and browns. So, uh, I, I can't do anything. I end up just, like, walking into corners and just wondering why my guy's not going anywhere or why nothing's changing it's it's terrible <laughs> yeah it's uh 
I'm like, I'm middle of the road game, video game guy, I guess I could say. Like, I'm not super into it, but I play, you know, a couple times a week. And that opened up my eyes to uh, the, like, I guess the, uh, the world of online gaming. I got into Call of Duty Black Ops 2. And it, you know what? I thought like I had, I thought I was pretty creative with my language, <laughs> uh, but to hear like a thirteen-year-old kid is just insane. To like, <laughs> I can't repeat what they said. Well, there's a, there's a lot of uh, a lot of slurs, you know. Let's just say it's not doing the South any favors of playing Call of Duty. Okay. Okay. Let's just say that. Oh, and and I remember my uh, gaming tag was the band name. Cause like, oh, that'd be fun, you know. You probably got hit on a lot, huh? Oh my God, dude, it was insane. Lady, Lady Fantastic is, is the name. Is, uh, is this a chick? Is this a chick? <laughs> hey, is this, is this a girl? Is this a girl? <laughs> oh man, I thought it was a girl. <laughs> Are you, are you playing in your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> that that one ever happen? Then I go yes, and I send him a selfie of me playing <laughs> in my underwear. Oh man, this headache is not going away. My ibuprofen didn't work. <laughs> ubu, abu. I'm taking some ibuprofen. Ubu. Maybe maybe the u the the u is causing problems. Maybe I needed ib ibuprofen in. Is that funny? Ibuprofenin? Probably not. Well, ibuprofen sounds like a rapper. Yeah, ibu, or also like a a gangster typographer. Ibuprofen. <laughs> ibuprofen. <It's, laughs> so, have you had it um, like click yet that you're too old for some things? Is it like have you had something that you thought? You kind of thought you would like to do, but then realized you were too old for it. Skate- I have skateboarding, but I still skateboard, though. Yeah, well, that's not realizing. You're not too old. No, no, I realize I'm too old for skateboarding. But you, would like be, to- you would be too old. Well, I, I, I guess. You would probably well, be too old to start skateboarding. When you're at a skate park and you're the old, when you're double the person's age there that's like the general age gap is when i'm 15 years older than the per like i'd say 17 to 15 years older than the other people there and you're by yourself and you don't have any friends with you you feel weird yeah i guess that's true you're like i'm old like i've been i've been obsessed with i want to learn like how to do a backflip or kind of like the like ring you know, like the ring flip and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I would love to be able to do gymnastics, but I was too old for gymnastics like 20 years ago. So now it's it's like, it drives me nuts because I, I would love to be able to do it. I think you can still do it. I think it's more of a getting over the fear in your head. Well, I don't know. Like, where would you do... Anytime you see people doing gymnastics, they're 12. You know, it's like the classes like started, start at twelve, and then you never see anyone. Like after eighteen, you're done. I think you just gotta buy some mats and just start flipping. 
Go rogue. I, I did. So that we went, we had a, we took a vacation to Myrtle Beach. Uh, it must have been two summers ago. And no, last summer. And I was totally determined that I was going to do a backflip on the beach. You know, I had watched, I I, I had watched a lot of, I watched a lot of parkour videos. (laughs) Well, no, just a lot of YouTube videos on, on proper technique. And I was so pumped up to do it. I was, um, you know, I, I learned the technique. I was like, a beach will be great. The sand will be nice and soft. You know, I told everyone I knew that I was going to, I was going to do a backflip so I couldn't back out of it. And then I had, you know, stood there. Uh, on a few occasions and managed to talk myself out of it for some various reason that didn't make any sense. Um, and then to like the last day we were on the beach and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. And you know, I told, uh, I was, I told my wife, I said, here, you keep the kid back there. So I don't, I don't <laughs> hit him. I'm going to do it. Have him, she's like, have him watch daddy. Watch, <laughs> have him watch daddy feel his legs for the last time. <laughs> As he tries to back <laughs> so so I'm all pumped up. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm ready to go. My wife's like, oh, I'm gonna video this for you. Oh. Okay, you know, get it on camera. So I'm. So then it takes me about five minutes of just being hunched over, like knees bent, ready ready to throw it. So after all this buildup, I finally throw what I believe to be a backflip, or what I thought was going to be a backflip, and I I pretty much just jumped straight up in the air and twisted awkwardly to fall down on my hands and knees. So I, I pretty much just like jumped up and did a 180 and, and landed landed on my hands and knees. And then I got very embarrassed um, and then tried to do it again quickly. And did, which did I did. This, no, I did the same thing twice. <laughs> Both times I just chickened out and did like a jump twist thing. And, uh, and that was the end of that of that experience. It was very sad. Can you do like the uh can you do like a back like if you're laying on the ground with your back like on your back, can you push up into a handstand, like go like like roll backwards, you know, and then like pop up into a handstand? And then you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can do that. So just think about doing that, but in the air. Yeah, what well, it's terrifying. It is. I'm scared to go backwards. And it's they say like I can I can do front handsprings, and um, and that's not scary for me because I can like I can watch it, I I I can I can see on the ground where my hands are gonna hit. But they say the backflip is easier because you know you're only blind for the first part, but it's hard because you have to commit right away. Like on a trampoline, I could always do front flips. I can never do backflips. Yeah, well it's. It's when the commitment happens. When yeah. you're doing a backflip, you have to commit immediately. When when you're doing a front flip, you don't have to commit till it's too late. You know, you're already flying upside down with your head down and you're committed. You have to finish it. But there's too much thinking time on a backflip. So, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that one. But I mean, there was there uh, there was a time in my life when I tried it. I, I actually was able to do some backflips and I've, I have since lost it. I've also lost the ability to make myself burp. Were you ever able to do that? No, cause I, I could never do that or make my armpits fart. <laughs> I can, I can, well, 
puberty kind of ruins armpit farts. You know what you far as, Problem as, solved. As far as I have experienced, because you can't you can't get good suction. Yeah, my armpits just like farts. <laughs> yeah, well, I used to be able to. I used to be able to, uh, you know, do make myself burp. Like you could suck in air and then burp. I used to. I, at one point, I was so good at it that I wouldn't stop, and then I made myself throw up. <laughs> In, in my mom's my mom's minivan, which was awesome. So first, I was being disgusting and would not stop burping, and then I vomited. So that was, so you, you know, I'm, that was. I'm sure that's a proud moment in parenting. <laughs> that's my boy. <laughs> Just first, he was being gross, and now he's puked everywhere. But I've lost that ability, and that's sad. Something I'll never be able to teach teach my son. He does it like you have the gift. Keep it. <laughs> don't don't ever forget this, because you'll regret it. Like, do you think there's gonna come a time where he starts doing stuff where you're just like, oh man, like uh, when we would like, I don't know, what's like, like if you start like, I don't know, it's weird. Like you know, like in a point in your life, like you, we're like you kind of quit being your parents. Like you were still your parents' kid. But you were more independent, you know, and you were doing stuff that your parents didn't agree with, but you still kept doing it, you know, in the sense of like, you know, you're like, once he starts finding his independence and, you know, he dyes his hair a weird color, you're gonna be like, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I hair dyeing, I'm pretty sympathetic towards because, you know, I had a lot of very poor hair choices from dyeing it yellow to having green unintentionally green dreadlocks i mean when you're when you're when you're chubby pasty and blonde dreadlocks is just not a good idea although i do credit that for making me lose weight the first time (laughs) there's i think there's two or three things that i will let my kid do whatever they want but there's three things that i will not let them do or that i'll brutally make fun of them for (laughs) <laughs> okay one rollerblading that i will I was, okay they, that will be publicly that will shame them publicly they will be public <laughs> shaming and they will get you already do of. try to publicly shame me for having that in my past yeah i didn't uh they will get made fun of by their by their father <laughs> uh that's you know that's all they're gonna want to do nope not happen they will they will think that rollerblading and riding a scooter is near just it's it, it no that won't happen <laughs> uh number two is listen to techno music refuse them to listen to techno music not refuse it, it, it's it's best to just not to uh pretty much not not acknowledge that it exists it, well yeah and if they they play it i'm like oh that's the music of terrorists <laughs> or like at a really young age when somebody dies like well they died of techno music <laughs> you know who else listened to techno jeffrey dahmer like jeffrey dahmer loved techno <laughs> you know who also listened to dubstep hitler saddam hussein <laughs> hitler listened to oh. dubstep <laughs> <laughs> this song is called Das Bass Drop <laughs> Yeah I think I think that's probably A good tactic Just Pretend that it does not exist And when they do find it um, Don't 
It's, it's not good to pretend that it's bad because that'll probably make them more drawn to it. But, um, yeah, just, just equate it to all the worst things that's ever happened in the world. <laughs> you didn't listen to, uh, you didn't listen to dubstep? <laughs> but yeah, that's, those are things like, I, I Wait, find that's going to be weird. I, I don't think I got the third one. I got rollerblading and oh, techno music. Oh, let's see. What was it? There was one more. Hold on. Oh, be a DJ probably, I think, is another one. Like, if they come up and be like, I need a computer to be a DJ, I'd be like, no, you're going to play the guitar. <laughs> I think, I feel, I feel like DJ and techno go together. Yeah. Or actually, no, I'll tell them, I'll tell them they need to, uh, they need to learn the drums because then you control the band. Yeah, but then, but then you're a drummer. Yeah, then 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 they're a drummer, <laughs> and you'll never you'll never be able to have like a real conversation with them ever again, <laughs> because drummers don't think right. All right, so how would you feel about if Ben got a tattoo? Because you have a tattoo. Yeah, I'm. It's one of those things where it does it. Like, is it to me? I don't like. It's a weird situation because I wouldn't mind if my kids got tattooed, but I'd be like, you need to wait till you're 21. Just for the sheer fact, I feel like if you're getting a tattoo at 18, you're stupid. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's my opinion. I feel like 21 is a good age to get tattooed at. Because if I, was, if I had a lot of money when I was 18, I'd have some really stupid tattoos right now. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a rough one. You know, I... Cause your dad, never, your dad didn't want you to get a tattoo. No, well, I would never. I I feel like part of the reason I was drawn into the getting the initial, the getting the tattoo was because that was the only thing that I was ever told I was not allowed to get. You know, like there's that like kind of not really rebellious because I I don't think I really had like the rebellious kid phase, but you know ha- having only ever been told that I could not do one thing, you know, made it seem that much more appealing. So I don't think I would make, I ever make it like an issue. I, I would, um, you know, if, if I found out that my kid was on his way to get a face tattoo, at 18, <laughs> yes, that's when I, you step in as a yeah, you know, that would probably come down to, um, you know what though? If that's I'm going to tackle, I'm going to tackle you in a gravel parking lot and knock you down and, <laughs> and maybe make sure that your face is, well, okay. I'm not going to actually abuse my kid, but, but let's just say, but make, if you, if, you know what? I'll just say this. If he's on his way to get a face tattoo, you failed somewhere along the line. As a parent. <laughs> Well, it's, I already don't understand half the things that like the teenagers are thinking anymore. I was at waiting in line at a Starbucks on a Sunday afternoon behind like no less than eight to 16 year olds. And it was just like, just looking around me like, I don't understand this at all. Like it's, it's hard to think, you know, when your kid's four, it's hard to think about what they're going to be like when they're 16 because you know like at four they're pretty much just fun to be around all the time they'll occasionally be uh moments where you're you know you you get a little frustrated you get a little burnout because because they're four but you know most of your problems are pretty minor and then to think that how weird it's going to be when they get to be teenagers or 
you know, the whole awkward transition of puberty and all that stuff. It's, 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 it's weird. It's hard to imagine that that's like the same, the same person. Yeah. Weird. He'll be listening to heavy metal. <laughs> Being some kind of, some kind of band that I don't understand. And it, I, don't know. I, I, I never thought that that would happen to me, you know, being, being in the position that we were like, you know, actually being in a, in a band, you know, doing, doing that kind of thing. I never thought I would be in a position where I would not understand the things that kids are doing. What well, I think, but you, I, I don't understand things kids are doing. Well, I think cause you're not in that age. You're not in that range yet of where you kind of remember that stuff, you know? Like I'm sure, like if Ben, if he starts, a, if he started a band, you'd like kick back into like knowing what that was like, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, no, I still know what that's like, but I just don't understand kids. <laughs> like, it's it's strange. <laughs> yeah, I I don't. I that's that's like the one place where I do feel like you know what, well, and it might be weird though because I've never. I never really felt comfortable around kids, even when I was like, well, I don't feel comfortable around people most of the time. But like, when I was, when I was 16, I didn't feel comfortable around 16 year olds. And now at 31, I still don't feel comfortable around 16 year olds. <laughs> it's, it's very uncomfortable for me. So maybe I just, maybe just my personality in general does not feel comfortable around 16 year olds. There you go. Problem, <laughs> problem solved. Problem solved. Okay, let's end this before we waste any more time. <laughs> <laughs>